ready to grow your business by building relationships online and offline? Are you looking for a system to attract new prospects and nurture your past clients? Maybe you're a business owner, a sales professional, or an entrepreneur. If you are, then great. Join me, Janice Porter, as we blast past your barriers to success and explore the power of relationships for your business. And welcome to the Relationships Rule Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Relationships Rule Podcast. I'm your host, Janice Porter, and my special guest this week is Allison Chavez, who is coming to us all the way from Salt Lake City, Utah. Welcome to the show, Allison. Oh, Janice, thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. Allison is one of these amazing people that I've met through LinkedIn. I love it. Nobody's introduced us. We introduced each other to um, to ourselves and had a short conversation off LinkedIn. And that's my favorite kind of um, interview because I don't know a lot about Allison, but I know the good work that she's doing. And I'm going to give you a little bit that I know and ask her to fill in the rest. She is a prosperity and success coach for ambitious, God-centered women. She teaches women how to get phenomenal results with ease, bend time and space, achieve their goals without the hustle and grind, and reshape their reality in feminine energy. No more constant pushing. And Allison is a sought-after speaker on mindset, prosperity, universal laws, and success strategies. She's the best-selling author of The Prosperity Approach, Her work has been featured on CBS, NBC, ABC, Fox, and hundreds of TV, newspaper, and magazine outlets. And I'm going to say with that amazing um, intro that that, uh, is her bio, for Allison, for you to to ask me to fill in one more thing about that. Like, where did you start? How did you start doing this work? By doing it wrong. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Do tell. So, so I started, I've been doing this work for that wasn't planned, by the way, that was <laughs> nope. okay, perfect. I, so I started in this work a little over 10 years ago and I was in hustle. I was in grind. I was in push. I was in massive action all the time. I was out of my mind in fear and terror most of the time. Cause I was so far out of my comfort zone, afraid that I would fail. Um, so I was doing all the things, but I didn't have the correct mindset behind me to actually sustain what I was growing. Okay. And- so that was at starting your business. That's- uh-huh, yeah. Okay, got it. Okay. Yeah, but you did yeah. it all wrong the first time. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, I did it very inefficiently. Let's say yes. that because yes. I mean, I, I was, I, I made multiple six figures within the first two years. And right. so on the outside looking in, it looked like I was doing it right. But on the inside, I was a mess and a half all the time. And because because I was, I, I wasn't feeling like I was enough. I was always, you know, like looking for one strategy after the next, after the next, and never gave myself t- like any sort of downtime. I was in a massive amounts of pressure, not nearly enough pleasure or play or downtime. My business began to crumble. So I worked harder and the harder it were, I worked the faster that thing fell mm. and ended up in a chapter 13 bankruptcy. 
And I knew, I knew that what I was teaching was true. I was, I mean, my gosh, Janice, I was teaching mindset principles. I was teaching success principles. I knew that what I was teaching was the truth that my application of them was off. There was something that, you know, I was the linchpin to that and I couldn't leave it alone. Like I knew I had something really important to teach myself and to teach the world as well. And I think that's really when God was like, she's ready to suit up now. All right, let's do this. Cause I was like, you know what? I'm going to build this thing back. But I'm going to do it on my terms. I don't want to hustle. I don't want to grind. I don't want to be in massive action all the time because it just sucked my soul dry, quite honestly. And so I learned three keys that turned the locks that opened all of the doors. And it was about leading with feminine energy and balancing the feminine, the masculine, learning how money actually works on a spiritual and on an energetic level. So I don't feel afraid to lose it or guilty when I spend it and how to change my subconscious programs. And when I did that, we went from bankruptcy to $232,000 in six months. I went from six clients to 97 in the same amount of time. And it was filled with ease and joy. And yes, there was work involved. I don't want anybody to think that I just sat back and, you know, drink Kool-Aid and like meditated and then everything changed. Like there was work involved, but it was inspired. It was fun. It was ambitious and everything has changed from then. Well, that's, that's, there's so much to unpack there. So yeah. I love these three things because you talk about feminine energy versus masculine energy. The, the, uh, you talk about the prosperity approach, which, mm-hmm. which is the, that, and the, mm-hmm the how to deal with money thing. I, and the, the third thing was the, um, uh, subconscious programs, subconscious programs. So mm-hmm. your mindset really as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. So was it an epiphany or was it like, I know I'm doing all this wrong because my business has crumbled. I know I have to do it differently. Was it something from the inside for you or was somebody you were being coached by was something that went, Oh, the light's gone on. This is the way to go. You know, yes to both. Originally, it was the epiphany of I am the linchpin to my success. The thought that I had was, holy cow, I'm the common denominator to all of my money troubles. It's not, it's it's not, I mean, I was in anxiety when we didn't have money. I was in even more anxiety when we had lots of money. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm the common denominator to all of this. So I think if I change me, everything else will change as well. So what do I want to change about me? And, and when, and when I was open to that and I stopped, I I think one of the things that stops us, particularly um, as women entrepreneurs, is we have this beat up stick of not enoughness and like, oh, I've hurt my family and, oh, I let us off the cliff. And why did I trust my intuition? And I'm not enough. And I'm this, that, and the other. And when I finally put that beat up stick down and just owned it, without blaming myself, without making myself a victim. I was like, I created this. I bet I can create my way out of it. I I think I can. I I think I can create my way out of that. And so when I made that inner shift, it opened me up to then be able to have outside mentoring come in and Mm -hmm. show me. Um, I was led to, uh, I was led to a conference and there was a woman that got on stage and everything she said was just electrifying to me. And I had a very strong impression, work with her, work with her, work with her. I mean, this is when we were broke. We were, we were filing bankruptcy at the time. And it was like, you need to work with her. She's talking about feminine energy. She's talking about money. She's talking about being in flow and still having a great impact and making money and all of that. And I was like, she's answering all these questions that I'm asking. 
And then the whole mindset piece of re, of reprogramming your subconscious came in as well. So it was really, really beautiful when I opened myself up to just notice the gaps and be willing to close the gaps that, that the people and the training and like all of that came in to help me close those gaps. Well, and isn't that the old adage of, you know, when the student's ready, the teacher will appear, right? And yeah. Yeah. Exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So you're making me think of something that I struggled with for a very long time. And that was m- the issues around money and my issues around money came really strongly from my background with my father. And yep. Yeah. So I was just wondering, like, it's when you say you're the linchpin, you have to make the changes in yourself. Uh, is that something that you had to look at too? Like what was causing that, that piece? Oh yeah. Yeah. Forever. Because if, if we, if we're not aware of what's causing it, we can't, we can't close any sort of gap. And so, yeah, we all have that conditioning. We all get our money programming from our parents, from society, from um, when we're very young, right? Oh yeah. Like from infancy, from the womb, really (laughs) like, like really, but, but here's, but here's the thing about that. Like being able to recondition ourselves and reprogram ourselves. We think that it's this really big, long drawn out process. Like this is a really deep seated belief I've had for my whole life. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that it's encased in concrete. It can be a really deep belief, but what if, what, what if the soil it's in is actually fertile soil now? And you can just, you know, it's like when you pull the carrot out or you pull that really long weed that has a two feet of root, but the soil has been prepared such that we can just remove it really quickly and really easily. And so that's, that's what I decided that my, that changing my beliefs would be like Mm -hmm. decision. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Some things are easier to do that with than others. I think, however, um, yeah, for me, I had, uh, I did some work with a woman um, I was, I remember meeting this woman for coffee. I'd met at a women's event or something. And there was, I met her for coffee and there was something about her that, again, I must've been open at the time, but there was something that made me cry. There was something that made me really open up to her. And she does work with cell at a cellular level where she reprograms your brain, whatever. I don't know. Okay. Yep, anyway, yep. I worked yes, I with it. her and I worked with her for a few months and after that, that whole thing was gone and has been ever since. I mean, I still can talk about the things around the money thing with my mm-hmm. dad, but it's different now. And um, yeah. And so I think, I mean, that's not that I, I think I hold myself back in other ways as we all have our, our demons and things, but yeah, we, we have to make those decisions and make those choices. So it just made me think of that. So you made a statement um, somewhere that I heard on one of your um, podcasts or or, um, read in your posts that women are natural receivers and that, you know, the most of the struggle that we have created for ourselves is when we're too much in our masculine energy. And that's a big piece of what you do. Can you talk about Mm -hmm. that a little bit? Yes. Oh man. I could talk about that for days. So there are two energies of creation 
masculine and feminine. And everybody has both of these energies in them. So this isn't about gender stereotypes. This isn't about men against women, battle of the sexes. This is nothing to do with that. These are energies of creation. And the masculine energy is the doing energy. It's the figure it out energy. It's the action piece. It's the building. It's the structure. It's the system. It's the support. And, and all of the business women are like, yes, yes, yes. I like that. It's the strategy. It's the tactic. The, the feminine energy is the being energy. It's, it's the, it's the experiencing energy. Mm -hmm. Masculine is the doing feminine is the being. And I was like, okay, but what does that actually mean? Like, what does that look in my life look like in my life? And I was pondering this. What, what came to me was feminine energy is the experience energy while masculine energy is the execution energy. Now, when women are too much in their masculine, we're too much in execution. This is where the whole massive action comes into play, where I just get the heebie-jeebies whenever I hear that now. Is action necessary? Yes. Is massive? No, no, not when you're in, not when you're leading with the right energy. And with women, we need to lead with the vision. We need to lead with the experience. So what's the experience I want to have as I'm executing on this tactic or this strategy? When the experience becomes more important than the tactic or the execution, that's when you have a really beautiful experience with marrying the two together. And that's how they balance each other out. And that's when they start working together in alliance because masculine energy is actually divinely designed to serve and support feminine energy. Mm. The execution is meant to, to support the experience that we want to have. So the one thing that really helped me with this was an analogy. The river, the river is like feminine energy and riverbank is masculine energy. If we just have the river with no riverbank, all we get is a mess because the water just goes everywhere. So there's no direction to it. There's no power to it. And it, it actually gets quite destructive, quite honestly. But mm -hmm. if we only have the riverbank and there's no river, there's no flow, then there's no purpose to the riverbank. So when we're always building the riverbank, we're always in strategy. We're always in execution. We're always in work, 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 go, go, do, do, figure it out, make it happen. Massive action. We, and we forget the experience that we want to have. We forget the vision and leading with the vision. Women start feeling like, what is the point? Why am I even doing this? We start, it, it makes us feel burned out. It fills us with frustration because our desires aren't being met and our desires are actually the experience we want to have. So when we will get into that flow of the river and let the riverbank support that, oh man, like it lights us up from the inside. It helps us to stop micromanaging the journey. This is how you bend time and space. Like when you let the experience lead rather than the execution, yeah. let the execution support. This is one of the ways that bends time and space because we're more productive. We're more focused. We don't have that brain fog that we tend to operate in a lot. We can find solutions a whole lot faster. And it takes us a fraction of the amount of time to execute on a task than it does if we're just completely task driven. So let me just speak to that piece for a second, because all I can think about when you're talking about the difference is if I ask my husband a question, he thinks I need an answer, like a solution, like uh -huh. right there, right? Whereas uh -huh. really I'm just expressing 
what my thoughts are around it. You know, if I say something, not necessarily a question, but I ex- explain a situation to him, he thinks I ha- he has to come up with a solution. That's the difference between the masculine and the feminine. In a well, way. that's that's a little bit of it. Yes. Um, this also comes into like how men are wired and how women are wired. So, so women are naturally more expressive, generally speaking, than men are. And so men are either either looking for the problem or the point, but women aren't, they're just looking for connection. Yes, (laughs) That's the feminine energy is the connection, right? And so if, if all of of our own purpose is just connection and like, Hey, here's my day and here's what happened with so-and-so he's looking for the problem or he's looking for the point and he can't find either of them. He gets frustrated and we feel a lack of connection. So if we can just understand each other that they're looking for the point or the problem, and we're just looking for the connection in the moment that that will help some of that friction that happens between men and women. So putting that into my work, um, sort of experience too. I, I've heard, I heard recently somebody say to me, so, you know, your training was great and, but your call to action was really wishy-washy or it wasn't strong enough or something like that. And, and that's to me, the same thing is like, I don't want to push on somebody the next steps. So I'm a bit too wishy-washy on it. So I have to have that masculine side of me working that energy working sometimes. Oh yes, absolutely. So this is not sacrifice one for the other. We need to work together. We need to work in those together because if we're only in masculine, we lose our sense of purpose. But if we're only in feminine, then we are not, we don't move in the direction we want to go. And so, so, so with that one, like feminine energy is a pulling energy and masculine energy is a pushing energy. Mm -hmm. And so, so I want to invite people into working with me, whatever that is, I want to pull them in rather than push. So if I'm really clear on the experience that I want to give people, and we're going to support it with the masculine because it comes with X, Y, Z, ABC, like here's, here's the structure of it. I invite you to join me. And I'm in that certainty that I am solving their problem. This is the masculine supporting the feminine. And this will help you to be really, really clear and not so wishy-washy because you're like, Oh, I don't want to be pushy, right? but I do want to be pulley. (laughs) I want, I want to pull you in and also, you know, give you a sense of urgency to, to come work with me. If this is the solution to your problem. Right. Right. It sounds so easy. It's simple. (laughs) It takes a little bit of practice (laughs) and then it becomes really easy. So, um, your, there was something else that came to me now. It's gone from my head. So what type of problems, challenges do your clients come to you with? And just to give a little example around how you work with them. Oh, most of the time they come with, they come to me just burned out. Okay. But they're burned out. They're frustrated. They're like, something is missing. They're trying all the strategies, all the tactics, but they know that there's a missing piece there. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I help them with is that inner work of, of the inner gameplay, because I mean, I don't, us and us in business, like we don't need 84 business strategies. You know, Mm -hmm. business is actually quite simple. I mean, really, if you boil it down, you know, get the marketing, right. Get the messaging, right. You know, like get, get your, you know, like 
we, we don't need to learn more and more and more business strategies. That's what actually wears us out. But as, as entrepreneurs and um, women, we tend to, I mean, quite often, and I'm totally guilty of this, of the, the squirrel syndrome, you know, like you just, there's uh-huh. too many things and you want to try something new because it's shiny object, right? And, yes. and that's what starts to pull on us and, and bring us down because we're not focused. Yes. Well, and that, that's actually part of how women are wired as well. Women have something called diffused awareness and men have something called single focus. So with diffused awareness with women, we are aware of everything around us because we had to be, I mean, this is like 30,000 years of programming and DNA that we need. And so we're like, we're aware of like, Oh, something just blinked over there. Let's, let's, let's take it. Let's do this. Let's do that. And the feminine energy is also circular and spiral in the direction that it moves. And masculine energy is very linear in the way that it moves. And so this is another part of like balancing that out. So there is, and this is where the masculine really supports the feminine. Because if you're leading with your vision, what does, what's the, what's the goal that your company is going to, what's the experience you want to bring your company to. And the money goal is so that you can have an experience. So it's money goals are completely fine. This is what this is going to open for me. Once we reach, you know, this in revenue or, you know, profit margin or whatever, Um, And so we're going to let the masculine support with the different strategies. But when we get distracted by all those things around us, we can come back to it and say, actually, does this lead me to my goal faster? Or is this just a distraction? You know, it's about learning how to say no and, and learning, leaning into that single focus that the masculine energy has, which we are capable of doing as women. We are very adaptable as women. I mean, that's why we're having this conversation about masculine and feminine energy, because we're so good at the masculine. We're going to let that support us, that single focus. No, this is, this is the three, the two strategies I'm going to work on. And this is all I'm going to focus on right now. If, if this is actually going to get me to my goal faster then I can explore that. But if it's just a distraction, then no, I get to say no to that for right now. Right. Hmm. Very good. That's really good. So Allison, are you a, a reader or a list, um, a listener or a viewer with, you know, like, do you read business books? Do you listen to podcasts? I'm a real reader and a viewer. Okay. Yeah. Right. I'm so super visual. Podcast though, right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I have a podcast, but it's a video podcast. Right. It's on YouTube, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. Um, I know for me, I, I think um, there's, there will be that in some possibly in the future. For me, it was all I could do to just make it happen audio wise and not worry about, cause I can see myself here and I don't like what I see. So I just like, I don't want to see that anymore. <laughs> Oh, that hurts my heart because you look beautiful. Oh, no, no, I wasn't looking for that. It was just, you know. I know you were looking for that, but that's what I'm seeing. As somebody that's really beautiful. But do you know what I love? I love that you are, you work with where you're at. And you're like, you know what? I can do audio. I can't handle the video because there is a whole lot to the video part of it. That's yes. kind of a pain, quite honestly. And so I love that you are, you are delivering your message in the way that fits best for you. And so many lives are being changed because of that. Mm-hmm. And, and so many people are, are, um, audio, audio learners as well. So yeah, it's, no, it's for sure. I mean, I do, I've, I've tiptoed into video with, you know, little 
bits here and there. And certainly through my LinkedIn training, I'm teaching people that if you send video messages, you're going to stand out from the crowd on LinkedIn. So Mm -hmm. do it. And then I go, oh, but I have to do it too. So (laughs) I know, darn it. Right. We're like, oh man, I, I gotta, I gotta do what I'm teaching (laughs) because we have integrity. (laughs) I know. So, um, so, you know, I'm all about relationships and, uh, the fact that, so I'm guessing that's because I have a strong feminine. Yes. Right. Yes. Yes. And, uh, and I have to work a little harder on my masculine energy stuff to balance it a little bit better. But when you're, um, does that fit in, does that, uh, work into what you do with people as well? Because even having a strong um, feminine energy doesn't mean that you're a people person. Do you know what I mean? There's still people who are uh, introverted enough that they don't want to talk to people and things like that, right? But to, in today's business world, we have to. We have to do that. It's oh, not wow. about um, transactions. It's about relational it is. It is the business world. The marketplace is demanding that demanding. So if you want your business to thrive in this, even if you're, you don't consider yourself a huge people person, that's a skill actually that you can develop within yourself, but everything is relationship. hundred percent sales is relationship. You have a hard time with sales. Once you put that relationship spin on it, it makes it, it makes it so much fun. It really makes it so much more authentic and also so much easier to offer because you're just helping them to close a gap. And right. if they want to close it with you, that's fine. And if not, that's fine as well. But it's not just this. People aren't just dollar signs anymore. People are, they are starving for human connection more now than ever before. And yeah. so we can just show up as the people that we are flawed in everything. And I think that actually connects us faster to people when we, when you let them know, Hey, I was, I was a hot mess just yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like we can, we can relate and we can be actual human beings with each other. I think that makes the relationship a whole lot easier to, to like foster and to develop. But I, myself, I'm an extroverted introvert. Mm-hmm. And so I really, really like my alone time mm-hmm. and, and I enjoy being with people as well, but there comes a point where it's like, all right, I got to I got to go decompress here for a minute. And I think, um, and and I love that you're bringing this up because so many people and women in business are actually very introverted, Mm. but you can, you can still have those relationships. You can still have those connections and still be an introvert. Uh, I noticed that, you know, you've been on your own, what you said, 12 years now working on your own. And before that you were involved a little bit in, um, network marketing, Yeah. Uh, and which I love, I love that model. And, and I mean, it's a different world altogether, but yes. um, did that, did that prepare you in a way at all? Oh what- yeah. <laughs> in a big way. So I was in direct sales for 13 yeah. years okay. before I, before I created my own coaching mm-hmm. company. Um, and that, wow, that was such a wonderful teaching ground um, for, for learning sales, learning relationship, learning more leadership type things. Um, yeah, it was, but boy, that for me, that was a hard model. (laughs) Yeah, it was for sure. And I think because, you know, you can get into a network marketing company for very little money, but you don't get a lot of training either. You have to, you can depends on the company, but you still, 
you know, there's still a lot you have to figure out on your own, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I really think, I mean, we're squirreling for just a tiny bit, but I'm sure there are lots of direct sellers and network marketers that listen to your podcast. But I think the greatest thing that they can do is get somebody that helps them with their mindset because you have the dream, you, you see how the product can change people's lives for the better. It's changed your life for the better, but we got to get you really believing in that and asking for what you want. Like that was my big thing. I had such a hard time asking. I had such a hard time doing the same until I was like, all I have to do is offer. I don't have to make them do anything. So yeah. that was a nice little mindset shift that I had, but if they'll, but if they'll do that, like their whole business will just explode in such beautiful ways. And, and yet I just want to one more little piece here. And yet it's not like I hear a lot of people saying in, in direct sales and network marketing, I'm not selling something. I'm, I'm just sharing it. Come on, you're selling something. Yeah, like let it be okay that you sell something. Exactly. Like yeah. let it be okay that you're selling a, a, a solution. <laughs> Please sell me solutions all day long. I love being sold to. If it's going to close my gap, then please tell me about it. It's kind of your obligation to tell me about it. If it's going to close my gap and you know it's going to close my gap, just tell me about it. And what's the investment? What am I going to get out of it? And then let me make the decision. Exactly. But yeah, sharing is not selling. No. Exactly. Um, so who is your target audience? I know they're women, they're God, God-centered women. Mm -hmm. Where do they find you? How do they find you? Do they come to you? Are they drawn to you by speaking engagements or is it from your book or... Yeah, from all, I try to make it really, really easy to find me. So I really love high-performing women, women who are who are in charge of their income and they want to live life on their terms. So, so anybody in the, in the real estate industry, um, women that are in high commission sales or, um, female entrepreneurs, anybody that's just like, I don't want anybody like tying me down to a nine to fiver and telling me how much I can earn. I want to be able to set that. That's who I love working with. And I love working with women who have a spiritual foundation. Your vocabulary doesn't have to be God. If, if it's, not mine is, but just a higher power, because that's what, that's what helps you to stop doing all the heavy lifting is when you connect to your higher power. So that was really important to me to work with women like that. So you can find me on my podcast. It's called the prosperity approach. If you want to learn a little bit more about me and my philosophy about prosperity, that's a great place to start. We've got free resources, free meditations on my website. That's at allisonchavis.com. Can I give, can I give your listeners a free download for masculine and feminine energy? Since we talked about that a little bit today. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Thank I you. Yes. It's a prosperity guide. I'll put that in the uh, show notes and wonderful. Yeah. That, yes. That's yeah. Awesome. So there's, there's the prosperity guide. And then there's, and that one is just to help you get out of doubt and uncertainty where money is concerned. That's a really powerful guide. The feminine and masculine energies is an at a glance download that you can just print off to see what are the qualities of each of those energies, which one do you relate to more and how we show up in those different energies. And you can get that at prosperityapproach.com slash at a glance. And I think that that was enormously helpful for me. Um, and I just print it out and have it right there. So I can be like, oh, I need to get more into my feminine energy because I'm feeling really heavy and really <laughs> burned out right now. It's time to go dance. <laughs> it's time to get back in my body and be a woman. <laughs> well, this is all really interesting because it's it really makes you stop and think about how you are um, uh, being in the world mm -hmm. and how you are doing as well, I guess, in the world. And uh, especially um, women who are 
so busy with everything that they do for other people as well and mm-hmm. not as much for themselves right i got i it was my birthday at the beginning of september and my girlfriends bought me a, a spa package which i was really excited about because it's been a long time since you could you know go to the spa uh-huh. i still haven't booked it and it's two months later you know or <laughs> yeah two months later i know like come on janice i it's trying to find the time that I'm not looking after my granddaughter or helping my kids move or doing this or doing that. It's just been so busy. So I, you know, we're so busy doing for others and um, we need to be, I love that. We do. We do. And that's, that's who I really help is the women who got the doing part nailed, but they just have a hard time grasping the being they're like, Allison, how do I do the B just show me how I do that. (laughs) And that'll be great. And I'm like, okay, well, we got to get out of doing the being we got, we got to get into changing who you are and how you show up and what you relate with and what you resonate with. And it really is that inner game. And it's so beautiful. And I would say, Janice, (laughs) you need to receive, allow yourself to receive. And this is where so many of us hype achieving women fall down. We're so good at the giving and we're looking out for others all the time and serving, but so often we're serving from an empty cup and we we're serving off of fumes. And then we wonder why we get sick and it takes forever to get healthy again, or why we're just so run down and we're in that brain fog all the time. It's because we're natural receivers. Like we talked about the beginning of our conversation, women are natural receivers. We are not natural givers. So if you will receive on a regular basis, that's actually one of the success tools that I teach women is receiving every day so that you're filling your own cup for you and you only, and then serve from the overflow because that's how we're designed. Like people think it's really selfish of us to go after our desires or to do something for ourselves first. But the way we're designed as women, we have this natural effervescence when we will dial into our radiance and that effervescence just spills out onto everybody else. Mm -hmm. And so when we filled ourselves up, we are, are so energized that we're like, yes, I would love, I would love to spend time with your children. Yes. I'll bring a meal over to you because you're ill, like whatever that is. And it's not like, Oh, I got to do this because this is what we as women do. And it blesses everybody's life. And it inspires them when you will, when you will receive before you give. I love that. That's such a perfect place to, to wrap up because it's, Yes, because it is inspiring and it's inspired me because I think that to think, you know, fill your cup, then what was it you said? Fill your cup, then the overflow. Serve from the overflow. Yep. Serve from the saucer, not from the cup. Yeah. That cup is for you. Love it. Thank Mm. you, Allison. I love that. I'll have to dig deeper. We'll have another conversation. I Um, would love it. (laughs) You'll help me with my LinkedIn profile. I'll help you with receiving. It's mutually beneficial. (laughs) That's good. It's a date. Well, thank you so much for being a guest on my podcast. I will put all of Allison's info um, in the show notes. And I do encourage you to check them out and start with the prosperity approach. Um, 52, what was it? It was the masculine feminine. Um, at a uh, glance. At a glance. Got yeah. Prosperityapproach.com forward slash at a glance. Perfect. Oops. Sorry. That was my daughter and that's the only one I never turn off. So there you go. I apologize. Thank you so much um, for being my guest. Thank you to my audience for being here again today. I appreciate and would love you to let us know what you thought of this um, episode by leaving a review and remember to stay connected and be remembered. 
thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. If this show has inspired you to reach out to connect to someone new or nurture a current or past relationship, and you think that others can benefit from listening, please share this episode. If you have feedback or questions about the episode, please leave a note in the comment sections below. If you would like to receive automatic updates of new podcast episodes, you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher or from the podcast app on your mobile device. Ratings and reviews from my listeners are extremely valuable to me and greatly appreciated. They help the podcast rank higher on iTunes, which exposes my show to more awesome listeners like you. So if you have a minute, please leave an honest review on iTunes. And remember to stay connected and be remembered.